hi and welcome back to BP Mac Podcast Season 2. My name is Amina and I'm the CEO and founder and the editor-in-chief of Black Pepper Magazine. Black Pepper Magazine is a community award-winning digital magazine from Germany. And today's topic is the importance of financial literacy, automation and self-care with the wonderful financial journalist and author Jennifer Streaks. Tell us a bit about the little Jennifer. How did you grow up? Hmm. I am from, I'm born and raised in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I stayed here, a great family, church, you know, every Sunday, private school all the way through high school. It was a great upbringing, but it was also, I mean, if I'm honest, a little restricting, a little strict. Mm -hmm. Okay. so once I got out of college, I went to the College of Charleston in-state school, really good school. I left. Mm-hmm. I came to Washington, went to Washington, D.C. Yeah. And I think I really grew up there more so than in Charleston because that's where I was a young adult. Mm-hmm. And I was on my own and, you know, living my own life and making my own decisions, which I, of course, loved. But um but I think, you know, in terms of my upbringing, how I grew up, it was good. Great character, strong, you know, foundation, um, religion, faith, that whole thing. All right. Great. Mm-hmm. Was financial literacy taught mm-hmm. by your parents? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that's so, you know, the problem. I mean, I remember growing up, it's just, you know, you just knew that, you had food, you had clothes, you had the electricity was on, you didn't know where, I mean, your parents worked and you saw that. Yes. But in terms of <clears throat> talking about savings, retirement, mm-hmm. how to, you know, how you balance a checkbook, I didn't really learn that until later on. You know, my yeah. parents just took care of everything. There really wasn't any conversation on money and how to use money as a tool. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just a real concentration on paying bills. Yeah. Yeah. Which a lot of us see, just you know, we just gotta pay these bills. Just make sure we pay bills. Exactly. Right, and no, no real financial literacy to teach you that money is a tool, something to be used for more than just paying bills. So growing up, no, I did not learn that at all. Yes. Mm-hmm. And have you ever experienced debt in your life? For example, student loan. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I worked and had to pay it off once I got finished. With you know, started working. In my after my first um after school and my first job, I had to pay those student loans back, and it was yeah annoying. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, you have the degree, you know, so you feel like that, but right yeah. at the same time, you know, once that's over, once school is over, and you're working in your everyday life, and you have this chunk of money that yeah. you have to pay out that's actually impacting how you can live. You're sitting exactly. here saying to yourself, good grief, what is this about? Could I have done this another way? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And how can someone pay off his or her student loan successfully? I mean, you know, the thing, the, mo- the main thing really is to not get into huge student loan debt. Luckily, my student loans weren't so much that I couldn't, you know, double up on the payments, which is what I did mm-hmm. to pay them off quicker. But, you know, people are coming out of school, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt now. Yeah. 
Yes. And it's mm -hmm. unlikely that you're going to be able to double up on the payments. I know people that have, you know, a thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar a month student loan payment. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's in some places a mortgage. And it's definitely, you yeah. know, more than a car note. So you are definitely handicapping uh you know, your lifestyle. So I think that the student loan conversation has to begin way before you hit college. I mean, it needs to, mm -hmm. you need to start having those discussions about how you're going to pay for further education, like in eighth and ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Now onto the community. Mm -hmm. Many African-Americans are situating communities with the lowest prospects for upward mobility. Mm -hmm. This reality reflects both the intended and unintended consequences of United States policies mm -hmm. that have shaped where people live and the opportunities people have in those communities. Mm -hmm. And my question is, how can we reach high attainment in education, economy, and improve neighborhoods you know what i am starting to see is such a entrepreneurial spirit mm -hmm. in the african-american community as you know black women are the most educated and they are the number one entrepreneurs yes. right now yes and we need more of that and we need to make sure that we as a community support each other yes. when you see Yes. This person may, and it might be something small. This person has a t-shirt company. This person has a barbershop. This mm -hmm. other person has, you know, there's this place in um, Harlem called Harlem Cycle, yeah. you know, and it's this yeah. little small place, but it's like a spin, this huge, this just great spin club. Mm -hmm. But okay, so go there instead of, you know, the franchised out spin club that's all over the country. Yeah. You know, we have to learn to support our own. And I think we're starting to get better with that. And as mm -hmm. we continue to do that, you'll see that support and you'll see what comes from that support, which means that there'll be more opportunities because when you're an entrepreneur, you can hire who you want. Yes. And when you get bigger and you bring on staff and you bring on more African-Americans on, you know, as staff, mm -hmm. you open up, you know, more than one, uh, you know, location. So you're hiring more people and that way you lift. That's how you lift an entire community, even an entire race. Mm hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. And what about education? Oh, education. I think that we've always seen education as the way out, mm -hmm. sort of, for a lot of African Americans. I think right now the struggle is, and just, you know, you had a really, um, we had a really great conversation about student loans. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. the struggle is now is education in its current form. And in the form that we grew up with it, is that necessary still? I you know, there's such a push for STEM. Mm -hmm. There's such a push for, you know, technical degrees, yes. um, you know, things like cable installers, electrical, you know, workers, plumbers even. So mm -hmm. I think that education is still the key, but I think we have to stop. Don't be herded into just this one slot mentality of what education is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of feeling like I need to go get a bachelor's degree for four years, that may not be you. That might not be your reality. That exactly. might not be what you, yeah, that might not be what you can afford to do. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. maybe you get something where you have a certificate and something you can immediately start working. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you apprentice somewhere under someone and you get a job and you build a career that way. So I think we have to really, you know, start thinking outside the box and looking at new ways to be educated. 
Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think if black people have more money, they will have mm-hmm. more options. More options. Yeah. And that's what money brings. That's the purpose of money. The money, to me, anyway, mm-hmm. is not just to pay bills. Money yeah. gives you options, opportunities, freedom. Exactly. That's the purpose. That's really the purpose of money. And so I want to see us as African-Americans learn how to use money better, mm-hmm. learn how to use it to reach our goals and get out of that mentality that I'm just going to go to work and pay bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, yes, in this month's issue, we talked about automation and artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. According to McKenzie Research, African-Americans may lose their jobs due to automation and artificial intelligence mm-hmm. by 23%. Mm-hmm. That's kind of demotivating. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I see it coming already. I mean, when you have companies that are hiring so many freelancers, I mean, even in my business where, you know, I'm a journalist, I see these um these opportunities for, you know, freelance producer, freelance writer, freelance, you know, director. I'm like, during the producers freelance, y'all don't even want the producer to be, you know, like Mm -hmm. full time. Darn. And so, you know, they're trying to do away with companies are trying to do away with what comes with the full time employee, Mm -hmm. which is benefits, retirement, health, dental, you know, sick days, all these different things that cost the company money. Mm -hmm. And so in in areas like, you know, McDonald's, like, you know, um, anything that's automated where you can get to the point where a robot can do it or an automated arm can do it. You know, you you walk into some McDonald's now and you order You can order into a box inside the McDonald's. They have like two people in there just to hand you that bag of food. Mm -hmm. Eventually that's going to go away. There's going to be an arm, a metal arm that's handing you your bag. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to once again, you know, education and how we are educating ourselves. So you need to start, we have to look at things ahead of time and say, okay, Am I someone that's for that's a four year institution sort of person? Am I somebody that needs to look at what are some of the fastest growing jobs exactly, yes. for the next 20 mm-hmm, years mm-hmm. and then sort of target, you know, focus my education towards that. Mm-hmm. And if you're in one of these jobs now, mm-hmm. that's like a McDonald's or something or some sort of factory or whatever, mm-hmm. you need to start planning now. Mm-hmm. And saying, okay, what's going to be my next step? Do I go and get a cer- certificate in X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. Do I go over here and take a two-year apprenticeship or something like that so I, you can be prepared to move on to the next level once those jobs start being phased out? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as you said, we have to look at ourselves and be honest about it. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I want to talk about is also our buying behavior. We have right. to look at ourselves and be honest about it. And that's something you talked about in your book called Thrive Affordably. Affordably. Mm-hmm. What Correct. are the first steps to spend less and invest more? Well, I always say, you know, plan, if you plan to spend, you won't overspend. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Okay. I think that that, you know, that sort of quick gratification will leave you dead in the street. Mm -hmm. And that just impulsive and spontaneity with buying is going to block your ability to spend, to save every time. So if there's something that you need, you're coming into the winter months and you're saying, okay, I know I need a coat. I know I need a couple of capsule items for work. 
then you plan for that in the spring. Mm-hmm. You don't just go to the store. Now, you know, along the East Coast, there's been this huge storm. This is mm-hmm. not the weekend all of a sudden decide to buy a coat. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. you should have done this. But, you know, you sh- you shop for these things when it's off market. So that's why I'm saying, you know, you plan. Yeah. And that's what gets people. Oh, I want to go out and buy a pair of shoes. Well, you wait until they're on sale. Mm-hmm. You know, and that the money that you save, you sit, you know, you you put that in an account somewhere because I don't I don't think that it's realistic to put together a budget that where you're not going to spend money because that's unrealistic where you're not going to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone that if I work, I feel like, you know, work hard, play hard, not to excess yeah. and not until the fact where, you know, I'm in debt, but I did do the work. So I'm going to also relax and have some fun. But you can plan mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. So that you don't put yourself in a financially stressful situation. I mean, black people, we have so much money. Yeah. I mean, we, it's just so much money that we have. If we knew what to do with it consistently, mm-hmm. we would blow this world. We would blow the world away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And apart from finances, what is one thing you can't live without? Apart from finances, oh, one thing I cannot live without is the gym. (laughs) I have got to work out and try to keep myself in shape because that's how I get to do all the things that I do. The next thing that I always say is that health is wealth. You know, as long as I have my health and I'm waking up in a strong, you know, body every day, I can get out here and do what I need to do. Mm -hmm. So I always try to make sure that um, I stay healthy, that I'm strong, you know, that my cardio is up to date, that I feel like if I needed to run two blocks, I could, Mm -hmm. you know, know, that sort of thing. And I'm not, you know, they say sitting is the new smoking. So I try not to, you know, fall into that where there's just days on end going by where I'm just sitting and I haven't been to the gym or I haven't taken a walk outside or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. good advice. I like that. (laughs) Please tell me or tell us one Mm -hmm. thing you want the listeners to remember you for. Oh, my gosh, that is so huge. I was just having this conversation. I said, you know, if you died tomorrow, what would be your legacy? What have you left behind? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that if someone, if anyone were to remember me, I would want them to know that I really cared and that my hard work wasn't just for myself. Yeah. That when I say I want people to be financially educated and consumers to do better. I really mean that because I see in our community, African-Americans, we're not having an understanding of money. Yeah. It really puts us behind, mm-hmm. you know, behind in society as a whole, being unbanked, yeah. um, going through the foreclosure mess, not having enough emergency savings to oh. deal with something that happens financially. It impacts us every day, dealing with payday loans and and saying, I need to get a payday loan instead of having, you know, a savings account. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if anyone were to remember me, I would want them to know that I meant it, (laughs) you know, that I meant what I was saying. Yes. And what are the money moves to make in 2020? Mm. In 2020, I want everyone to really work and pay attention to their credit score. Mm-hmm. It is so important. That's a good one. Yeah. 
Yes, I really want everyone to increase their emergency fund, really get into having six to nine months worth of savings put aside in case anything were to happen. If you were to lose your job, if you were if you had to be in the hospital for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. you would have money to take care of your everyday bills. Mm-hmm. And what else um, for 2020? I think just, you know, do right by each other. You know, one thing about me is I always do what I say I'm going to do. I can't stand somebody who doesn't do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. And so in 2020, just really purpose to keep your word because I do that. I try yeah. to keep my word. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I do it. Yeah, and I think we should all do that. That's a good one. <laughs> and do you have any advice left? Do I have any advice left? Oh, you know, I've covered money. I've covered health. Um, skincare is a good one. Take care of your skin. Yeah. And just work on, you know, character and being a good person. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Yeah. True. That's true. You know, and I just experienced, you know, my dad would tell me all the time, he said, you know, attitude will get you where aptitude can't. You can have... Wow. the best job in the world you can have all the education in the world but if you're not a good person yeah you're not going to go very far mm-hmm. so i think it's so important that everyone you know continue just you know to work on being a good person and work on your character yeah well thank you dad <laughs> <Yes>. exactly <laughs> <laughs> yes so yeah thank you jennifer for this deep talk and i hope mm-hmm. that you have enjoyed it I have. Yes. And I hope you guys can benefit from from this podcast interview. And please let us know what did you learn from this podcast interview on our Instagram at Black Pepper Mag. And where can we keep up with you, Jennifer? I am on Twitter at J Streaks. Yeah. And on Instagram at J Streaks. Mm. And you know my book, Thrive Affordably, is on Amazon.com. Check it out. Yes, great. So thank <laughs> you guys. And you were listening to VP Mac Podcast. My name is Amina and I was joined by Jennifer Streaks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your Sunday, guys. Bye. Bye.